welcome to Word Alive Broadcast with Ricky and Sherry Blevins. We believe that as you listen to today's message, God's Word will come alive in your heart to help you obtain victory in every area of your life. Welcome to the Word of Life broadcast again today. I want to continue on the subject of carriers of the glory. And I believe that revival is coming to this land and that God is getting his church ready to be carriers of the glory, to take the glory of God and present it to the world because it's the Holy Ghost that changes things. It's speaking the word under the anointing of the Holy Ghost and letting the glory of God manifest in people's lives that will change them that will bring them to repentance. They will see the goodness of God, miracles, signs, wonders, miraculous healings, healing revival like we've never seen, salvation, so many we haven't seen in the past and we will never see in the future. The last harvest will come in. I believe it's time for that. And it's time for us to get hold of that we are carriers of the glory and take this glory out to the world and let them see the manifestation of the power of God in their lives. Luke 24 and verse 49 says, Behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you, but tarry in the city of Jerusalem until you are endued with power from on high. This was Jesus telling his disciples to go and tarry in Jerusalem until they were endued with power from on high, which is the power of the Holy Ghost or the glory. Now, anytime you see the glory of God, you're going to, the Holy Ghost and the, the glory of God are the same. He is the glory of the Holy Father. The Spirit of God is the glory of God. Amen. And the, and the glory was manifested in the Old Testament by him. It was a manifestation of the Spirit of God. Acts chapter 1 verse 8, But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you will be witnesses unto me in Jerusalem, in Judea, and Samaria, and to the end of the earth. It will make us witnesses unto him. And if you're not filled with the Holy Ghost, with the evidence of speaking in other tongues, now there's a difference in being born again. Now remember I got born again on May 6, 1990. September of 1990, I got filled with the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues, and I became endued with power from on high. Things changed. I, I had ministered on this in earlier broadcasts, but uh, the first day I, I walked out of that church, and it felt like I took five steps outside, and I've never been so full of God in my entire life. I felt like I was walking on a cloud. I had uh, smoked cigarettes for I don't know how many years. And that same night, my friend, uh, Wanda Burchett, she came out and she said, you deserve to get rid of those cigarettes. I threw them down, never picked up another one again. I went out that same night. I went home. I couldn't sleep because I was so full of God. Things had changed. I was trying to find somebody to get born again, to get uh, somebody filled with the Holy Ghost to get somebody healed. I couldn't, the only person I could find, I couldn't find a person, so I found my dog. He had mange, so I was out there laying hands on him at one thirty in the morning, 
believing God for his healing because I was so endued with power from on high, things changed. Now what happens is, when that glory comes to live inside of you and you're endued with that power from on high, things start changing. Then you're able to operate in the gifts of the Spirit as you believe God for them to be used, and, and you'll only be using those gifts as the Holy Spirit wants you to be used as He wills. And if you try to do it on your own, you'll be doing it in the flesh and it won't work. So you might as well just not even try that because it'll just grieve the Holy Ghost and then you won't be used at all. But if you do do that and you ask him to forgive you, he'll forgive you and use you if you have a repentant heart. But what I'm saying is when you're endued with that power from on high, you know it. And you'll be used by the Holy Ghost to do great and mighty works. Now let's look at uh, Luke. Uh, 23 and verse 44. Now it was about the sixth hour, and there was darkness over all the earth until the ninth hour. Then the sun was darkened, and the veil of the temple was torn in two. Now this was the account where Jesus was at the cross. He said, Father, it is finished. And verse 46, And when Jesus cried out with a loud voice the, and said, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit, having said this, he breathed his last. And when he said that, the veil of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. And what happened was, they said that veil, the Holy Ghost stepped out from behind that veil. And he says, I'll never be behind this veil again. I'll never live in this tabernacle. I'm going to live in the tabernacle of mankind. Amen. And endue you with power from on high so that you can do the works of God. Amen. And be born again. Now let's look at Acts chapter 2 and verse 12 through 28. So they were all amazed and perplexed, saying to one another, What could this mean? Others mocking said, They are full of new wine. Now this was on the day of Pentecost, and the children of Israel, or there was 120 in the upper room, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. And the Holy Spirit came in as a rushing mighty wind. He set upon each one of them as cloven tongues of fire, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. And they began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. So then they went out, and this is what they said. They were all amazed and perplexed, saying to one another, What could this mean? Others mocking said, They're full of new wine. Now say they said, Oh, they're just drunk with wine, or natural wine. But, but Peter, standing up with the eleven, raised his voice and said to them, Men of Judea and all who dwell in Jerusalem, let this be known to you, and heed my words. For these are not drunk as you suppose, since it is only the third hour of the day, but that this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel. It shall come to pass in the last day, says God, that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, your young men shall see visions, your old men shall dream dreams, and on my men servant and on my maid servants I will pour out my spirit in those days, and they shall prophesy. I will show wonders in heaven above and signs in the earth beneath, blood and fire and vapor of smoke. The sun shall be turned into darkness and the moon into blood before the coming of the great and awesome day of the Lord. And it shall come to pass that whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Now he's saying here is he's pouring out his spirit in these last days upon all mankind. Everybody that's born again. You can be born again and also be endued with power from on high. 
and let the glory of God manifest in your life and your ministry so that you can go out and change this lost and dying world. There's a lost and dying world out here that God has poured out his spirit upon us to go out to change. And it's our job to go out to do that. And we have to understand that we're carriers of the glory. It's not hid behind the veil anymore. It's not just behind the church doors. It's not, it, it doesn't manifest just when we walk into those church doors and walk back out that door and say, well, I've done my duty today and I've gone into the presence of God and I'm, I'm all filled up, fresh and anew, able to go out and do everything I need to do this week. We need to stay full of that glory at all times and go out and do the work of God and say, I am a minister 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Whenever the Holy Ghost needs to use me, I'm available, and I'll only do what he tells me to do, and I'll only say what he tells me to say, and I'll only act upon what he tells me to act upon according to the ministry that he's called me to. But when he tells you to do it, he wants to manifest the glory of God because we're carriers of the glory. Amen? It's not hidden behind the veil anymore. It's not hidden behind that tabernacle that Moses made. But sometimes we try to make it the same way that it was back when Moses was making that tabernacle and say, well, we're just going to keep him behind that veil and keep him behind those church doors and not let him come out because if we do, then people, what are they going to think? I'll tell you what they're going to think. They're going to think, Thank God they came out and delivered me because I needed deliverance. We're going to say, thank God they let that glory manifest in my life because I needed healing. Thank God I was on my way to hell and they delivered me from that hell because of the glory of God manifesting in my life. Thank God that the, my life has changed because of what they have done to help me. I look back on my own personal life and I look at it and I go, I mean... I'm going to give a testimony about this later on, about my uh, how I was before I got born again. And people that know me now and knew me then go, this, we can't hardly understand the change. We can't believe it. He's changed so much because what happened was when I became born again, the glory of God started changing me from glory to glory to glory to glory. But I desired for him to do that. And you have to desire for the Holy Ghost to use you too. Amen. And when you do, he will use you. And he will pour out his he will pour out himself upon you and the glory of God rest upon you and go out and do what God tells you to do and you are able to do it because he is no longer hiding behind the veil, but he's going, I am living inside of man. They're a new creature. Behold, all things passed away. Behold, all things became new. I'm using earthen vessels to go out to produce the glory of God and reproduce it in other people. Now, I remember before I got born again that I was so bound by sin, it was crazy. I was an alcoholic, drug addict, and, not, and I'm not condemning anybody for that, not saying anything bad about them at all, I'm, because I don't have a right to say anything bad about anybody. I'm just saying that God's a good God, and he will deliver you and anybody else that needs to be delivered from that. Totally. You'll be totally delivered. And I know 
a lot of times people say, well, I, I am uh, still bound by that even though I'm born again. God will deliver you from that. All you have to do is believe him for it. And I'll tell you what happened with me. The very second I got born again, I didn't have the desire for that anymore. And after I got filled with the Holy Ghost, oh my, it did change then. I'm going, I don't even want to live anywhere near like the way I used to live because I understand even deeper and more clearly the things of God. I am anointed by the Holy Ghost to go out and do the works of Jesus. I can do the things that he told me to do because it's not me doing it anyway. It's the glory of God resting upon my life that that makes me who I am. He anointed me by the Holy Ghost and the glory of God manifest in my life to others so that I can go out to help other people. Working of miracles, tongues and interpretation of tongues, prophecy, words of knowledge, words of wisdom, special faith, gifts of healings, all these things operate. I've had them operate at different times in my ministry. And you know what? It's because of the glory of God being manifested through me that causes that to happen. Thank you for listening to today's message. If you would like to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you can contact us at our website at wacba.org. If you would like to contact us for prayer, to give, or any other reason, You can do so by going to our website, wacba.org, or by mail at Word Alive Church, P.O. Box 3067, Broken Arrow, Oklahoma 74013. If you would like to receive a CD or MP3 version of this week's message or other messages, please give a donation of $8 for a CD or $5 for an MP3. Instructions on how to give and receive are located under the Giving tab of our website, which is located at wacba.org. Thank you.